What's good? What's poppin' everybody? It's your girl Rosie from the Mile High Club. How y'all doing today? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) And with me today, as always, is the beautiful voice of reason, Miss Dora. Thank you for tapping in with us. Season three, episode four. It's a good one. I can't wait. I know. (laughs) Me too. And introducing our very very special guest hailing all the way from Costa Mesa that I just found out five seconds ago (laughs) (laughs) and also representing Island Block all day all the time we have everybody loves Lulu Miss Lulu in the building oh my gosh ladies (laughs) thank you for having me I'm so excited to be officially on the Mile High Club yes we were honestly besides the unofficial Mile High Club oh yeah you know (laughs) her children are also here too yeah by the way (laughs) Bad Mom Club you know I'm in all those clubs (laughs) (laughs) but how are you how are you doing today i am doing great i um you know could be worse could be better so i'm good yes (laughs) every day above ground is a good day yes oh Mm. (laughs) i need to take that (laughs) please anything i can offer take it take it (laughs) i should remember that one but (laughs) if you have not checked out our last episode (laughs) dads and don'ts um where we talked about I forgot. Go check it out. (laughs) Go check it out on YouTube. And if you're not a YouTube visual person, you can check it out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, (laughs) and anywhere else that you may get your podcasts from. Uh, wherever that is huh? yeah no yeah. yeah that's a lot all the to, words that's a lot of all the words no, your S's, if you had a lisp well you're fucked you know like, no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> apple podcast <laughs> spotify radio <laughs> but um and if you have not already also go ahead and follow us on the official mile high club instagram page and if like it's great it's fantastic but also don't forget to follow miss lulu please go ahead and drop your handles at m-y-z-l-u-l-u at miss lulu and go ahead and big big shout out to island block radio for bringing us together oh yeah all of us together and giving us are the glue a lot of the time you know island block radio has just kind of been the connector for a lot of Mm -hmm. people especially pacific islanders and so sorry for that earthquake real quick that was my daughter jumping off the couch wow we keep it really grassroots around here (laughs) it's fantastic it's great but we're gonna go ahead and jump into a check-in with the voice of reason um no specific updates for me just work in life above ground you know (laughs) keep on trekking but what about you rosie um i have been on a few dates by the time you guys have seen this episode i've been on a few dates have any of them worked out no but (laughs) (laughs) but i have been on them and um i am back in the dating scene so yeah uh so hit her up at 900 My number is <laughs> 87765. Long time, not just a good time this time. No, right? yeah. I'm looking for honestly, that's like probably my biggest update. I'm looking for a relationship relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for a short term. I only want long term and like for eternity. That's forever, all I want. For, yeah, I want forever, ever, forever, ever. That's what I want. So that's my updates. Um, what about you, Miss Lulu? Uh, well, I do have a forever, although we just renewed our contract, you know, because oh. you have to make sure you check in with each other and, and it's still forever. Oh, on yeah. Both yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing really significant happening in my life, except for the beginning of the year. Um, 2023 has been a complete shit show. I'm not going to lie. So 
February. I don't know if we're able to tell what month mm-hmm. that is. Okay, well, <laughs> um, February is looking up already, but the month of January, 2023, I threw out my back doing what? Old people shit. I don't know. I woke up and it was... I've never thrown my back out before. Mm-hmm. So it was really odd oh, mm-hmm. that I woke up. I'm like, what is that? And it wasn't doing anything crazy, like hanging from the chandelier, I wish. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, what was you doing, I mean, ma'am? I know. <laughs> I wish. Okay. I was like, you know, I was in that pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> no, not even anything exciting like that. So that was a bit frustrating. I was out for two weeks Mm -hmm. and then I had some kind of virus and then I, it was just, yeah, I was like at the chiropractor a lot and I'm sorry. I don't know if you wanted all those details, but that's what's happening. And I really wanted to share it because it's on my potty break about the first time I got really high. Oh yes. (laughs) Fun. Yeah. In the mile high club. I got to share it on the mile high club. Oh my God. This is where you share that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So I was at the chiropractor every day, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to get centered and realigned and all that fun stuff. And so I had gotten some CBD, um, oils and and ointments and stuff but then there's also these gummies that apparently had thc in them and i didn't realize like what the milligrams were they it didn't say oh no it's (laughs) right it definitely should yeah right i mean i think that's a safety issue that needs to happen luckily i put them in a place where the kids couldn't reach it oh yeah yeah looking back on i'm like oh my gosh this would have been terrible anyway it was this square little gummy, orange gummy, mm-hmm. tiny thing. Right, I think it was orange. like less than a bright. It was like the size of a nickel mm-hmm. maybe. And I've never, okay, like maybe I can count on less than a hand when I've had a gummy and it mm-hmm. was never like this. Um, Cause I'm already high on life as it is. Yes. And so I don't really need any <laughs> yeah. help with that. If you've, ever, if you've ever met Lulu, you know, know that she don't need it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm here for your entertainment always. Yeah. And um, so it was right before, it was like on a Tuesday, yeah. you know, oh, like yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, because the kids are going down to school next morning. I got shit to do. And I was like, I just need to not feel pain and go to sleep. Yeah. And I took this orange square thing I was sleeping and all of a sudden I started levitating. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what in the actual fuck is this? <laughs> I was not ready. So I started, my body left my body. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh-huh, and so yeah. I was like astral projecting yeah. from looking at myself. Yeah. And then it's like everything was vibrating and on fire at the same time. And then I don't know how I found some kind of balance to just sit up a little bit. Mm. And I saw God. So that was great too. (laughs) Then I found my legs and I was stumbling around. Luckily my brother was there. And uh, as I was opening the door to his room, I was holding the package of these little gummies. And I was just like looking at him kind of like any, every horror film probably. I was, I was, my nightgown looked like a moo-moo on yeah. top of it. So oh, I was no, like, yeah. you, look, crazy. you look like you about to kill your brother with some gummies <laughs> is what that looked like. <laughs> so he's staring at me. I'm staring at him and I'm trying to find, I'm trying to feel my mouth, right? Like yeah, be yeah. able to you say words. words to come out and your mouth isn't moving. Your mouth is like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh my God. I think I mustered out 
I think I'm high. And he just starts <laughs> busting out laughing. No empathy whatsoever. He just starts laughing his ass off and guides me to the couch in uh-huh. the living room. Cause I didn't, I mean, the kids yeah. were sleeping. I didn't know what to do. And Mata's at work. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, then I sat on the couch and I became the couch. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I just was one with the couch. <laughs> You're like that commercial, that old school ass commercial of that kid who was just like on drugs, but he was like, oh yeah, that was yeah, me yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I only know that's exactly what I look like because my brother decided to film me for 20 minutes. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, as I mean, brothers do. Yeah. As brothers do, because brothers just do nothing but oh cause headaches God. and don't help. <laughs> Shout out to my brother. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was not a good time actually, as I was. I was on the vert. I mean, I could see my molecules and my atoms. Like what oh, made me out? I had no having, skin. I had no skin anymore. The best trip ever. Oh, you were having yeah. the best trip of all. Your life. I could say was that like, was- I do not like this. I don't like it. And then I start laughing. And I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And then come to find out, I took a 50 milligram piece of. <laughs> candy and i i still it didn't register to me because i don't know what's it an appropriate amount of milligrams to be taking not 50 for your first try definitely not 50 that's all i know (laughs) yeah so that's what they said they said oh shit it's the yeah 50 is a lot usually you start with maybe like two and a half yeah no literally three like it's like a max for me oh my god well there's no wonder why i died (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised they gave that to you because they'll like give you low doses and tell you like cut in half or yes they're supposed to tell you who was a trap i don't don't know what but there was literally like 20 of them in this bag maybe i'm going like 50 each i said is it the whole bag 50 or is like no they're 50 milligrams each, each. Yeah, I said yeah. oh, the f- are you, you're trying to get an elephant high like what's right. the <laughs> like, I know I'm thick but damn yeah. you know <laughs> give me some warning next time they give no, you the professional bag yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they give you the beginner they thought oh yeah she's she knows what she's doing <laughs> yeah she, her husband's in island reggae yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 for sure she's like they, they're potheads <laughs> they, they're not gonna feel nothing ever snoop our best friends yeah. totally makes sense she's like she can't ha- she has to have something over 50 yeah. <laughs> because anything under she's not gonna feel it like that's exactly what they were it thinking was terrible never again <laughs> i will say maybe i'll just sniff one next time no yeah <laughs> maybe let us know if you We're actually protect again. <laughs> That's what my brother says. He's like, next time, tell me before you take this shit so I could be on your level. I'm all, oh, yeah. I don't ever want to be on this yeah. level ever yeah. again. You're like, if anything, I would just cut it all the way down to like a little yeah. itty bitty yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I'll take it and then we can give you the whole rest yeah. of it. <laughs> it was crazy. That I was will say, fun. like, even though it was a terrible moment for you, that was the best update I've heard anybody say. <laughs> I know, yeah. Usually it's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Been around. Yeah, that's the best update we've gotten. I think. Oh, Oh we've ever had on the show. Well, thank you. I'm glad I could share it here. I thought it was very appropriate being on the Mile High Club oh, and yeah. talking about being high for the very first time in my life. Thank you. <laughs> so to anybody out there, any artist or anybody else who comes, any business owner, whoever comes on this show, you gotta that's your what your update should be like. Thank you. You yeah. know what that gave me? You just gave me a new idea for the new question we're gonna ask. We're gonna ask what's the first time you got high? Because people ask us, do we get high on our show? Because official Mile High Club. Right, mm-hmm. right. But we, we don't smoke. Yeah, we <laughs> Well, that's me too. We're high on life. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> this is the high on life crowd right yes. here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to call this the Mile High High Club. <laughs> <laughs> the officially naturally 
high, right? Yeah, Ma- mile high club. This episode is going to be named something great. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be natural and high in there somewhere. Yeah, but thank you for your inspiration for our new question. Thank you for updating us on your first time. Oh yes, high. It was my pleasure, not my pleasure, but not, my yeah, pleasure yeah. to share it to with entertain. you. Yeah. <laughs> but with that being said, we'll be heading off to our first music break. This is. Time to go by Teo Jr. Flame on! Welcome back, everybody, to the motherfucking Mile High Club. And that was Time to Go by Teo Jr. We'll be heading into Flame Out with Rosie. Alrighty, everybody. So, I know I said that we were going to get a pickle and jar update, but that's going to come in the next episode. So, (laughs) stay tuned for that one. But today, with the lovely Miss Lulu. I actually I love talking to you so much that I didn't want to just like solely like keep this like in the in the category of like what I usually do with people I wanted to like actually like speak to you and like have you because every time I talk to you you like give me life so (laughs) thank you likewise the feeling is mutual thank you for both of you thank you I know I see Rosie more than I I know yeah (laughs) But, but I it t- totally makes sense. The voice of reason, I yeah, can see it. Dora. You get me? Yeah, me. Because I make really bad decisions without Dora. On- honestly, I think, uh, personally speaking, I feel like if Dora was there for a lot of the island block stuff that we do, I wouldn't be as you know, I wouldn't be as dumb as Joe like gets what? upset about. What are you talking about? Well, then Dora, you can't come ever. Yeah. we love that Rosie. Yeah. I know you guys are a good time. We are, but some people just say, "Don't doubt." They just can't hang. They no, can't, yeah. you know, all of this. They Joe's can't just trying it. to control your two personalities. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. You can't control it. Well, he's probably thinking Miss Lulu already has multiple personalities. I can't yeah. be having another person. Yeah. That has, I've already taken 10 years of no, trying yeah. to figure her ass out. He's like, I know how Lulu is. I don't want to figure you out. <laughs> so just listen. So just listen to me. <laughs> Love you, Joe. <laughs> But um, going into this segment, I just want again, I just wanted to like speak very generally with you and just get your opinion and advice on a few things that I feel like you are very well oh informed on. I hope. <laughs> I mean, I've been alive a little bit. Yeah. Um, hopefully I can offer some kind of gems around here. Oh, yeah. So how long? I mean, you've been together with um, Matza for a very, very long time. Yes, it's uh, we've been together 12 years we have our 10th year wedding anniversary this year yes so big decade Mm -hmm. coming up hence why i was like okay we'll renew our contract yeah Yeah. (laughs) every five years we do a review of each other and see if we want to carry on and yes and it's still a yes. Yeah. Yes. It's still an I do. Oh, yeah, it's, it's an I do. If y'all saw them on my birthday, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was definitely an I do. Yes, we were in rare form then. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, because you've been in a like a very loving relationship for so long, I wanted to ask, what do you feel is the foundation or the cornerstone of having such a long lasting relationship? Wow, it's so funny that you asked this question mainly because I ask other couples who have oh, been really? in a long, long-term relationship, yeah. right? And I can't believe we're even in 10 years married, um, 12 years total together. Well, personally for me, I married my best friend. Yeah. Right? So 
I, and I know a lot of time that sounds cliche, but he really is my best friend. Hey, turn that shit down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and that's the product of our love <laughs> right there. Yeah. So being best friends actually really help, right? Because I get to be my real authentic self a lot of the time. And he's seen the good, the bad, the ugly and the uglier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's still around. And vice versa. (laughs) Yes. And and vice versa. And uh, I think the other thing is learning to really grow with each other, Mm. you know, with through all our changes, because that's definitely something um, that I see a lot of couples struggle with. Oh, yeah. Is the communication, obviously, being able to be open and honest with each other and trying our best not to judge each other right and our opinions and our insights when it comes to certain things and and it is fucking hard marriage is one of the before i became a mom marriage was definitely the hardest um one of the hardest yeah things that i i've ever experienced in my life and it's still it's a work in progress Mm -hmm. so the biggest thing is knowing that to to just work hard at love you know you a lot of the time in my relationship, I know that I love him 100% of the time, right. but I do not like him 100% of the time. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's the same as being a mom too. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I love my children all the time forever, but I definitely don't like them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wild thing to say. <laughs> With them sitting I don't. right here. I know. They know it. I tell them, I was like, I love you, but I don't like you right now. Okay. Yeah. I, but that's, okay, yeah. Our boundaries. moms have said definitely. No, yeah. said that to My us. mom has definitely said a little bit worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, so, being best friends, communicating, being as honest as possible with each other, and, and uh, learning how to grow with each other's changes, I think have have really helped us and, and working hard at love. So one of the biggest that when I asked that question to my family members or um, yeah, my family members who have been together for over 50 years married, yeah. right? Like their biggest thing was that I said, are you still in love? Right. In that romantic sense in my mind, yeah. what, what being in love is. And, they said, well, I mean, not that frilly movie shit that you see in love. Um, we love each other, but it becomes more of a companionship. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's learning how to really like each other as well. So my grandfather told me, he said, you know, I fell in love every weekend is what it felt like. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that lust and... And, and love, I mean, when with uh, different people is what he's saying before he met my grandma. Right. He's like, I could fall in, falling in love is the easy part. Mm-hmm. It's actually enjoying somebody's company and, and, and genuinely liking them and spending time with them that made me marry your grandma. And I was like, oh my God, notebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Tearing up. I know it was, it was beautiful. It was very grounded and mm-hmm. very realistic and none of the frills and and frosting mm-hmm. of what you see right like mm-hmm. in in the movies and the drama on social like, media yes yeah. yes being equipped with that helped me in my mm-hmm. in my daily walk with yeah with my husband definitely so if you were like me and in the dating scene um <laughs> listen to this episode yes. because that is something i needed to hear um <laughs> I think it's also not having unrealistic expectations Um, because 
knowing going into a relationship that you're not going to find your perfect match because none of us are perfect right. to begin with. Um, knowing that going into a relationship, you can then be gracious with your differences oh, and really embrace your similarities and what you have in common. But the differences are definitely what makes it exciting. Just like they say, opposites attract. But to be completely honest, you don't want to be too opposite either because oh, then yeah, you're just yeah. oil and water and that shit is going to flame out really mm -hmm. quick. Flame out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> had, to, had to add that in there. Yes. See, this is why, this is why I, I love you. She just knows the rhythm. <laughs> can y'all tell that she's been doing this for so long? Like, Because I can. And speaking of doing this for so long, just to switch gears a little bit mm -hmm. um, into something completely, absolutely different. <laughs> um, we Listen, I love, I love talking about love. I really do. For somebody who has barely been in love in her life, I love talking about love. But I also wanted to ask you, um, because you've been doing this for so long, did you always know that you wanted to either be on a camera or behind a mic or on a radio or just doing something and dealing with entertainment? You know, I've always wanted to be on stage somehow, mainly through acting. That was my background and my love. I uh, Ever since I was little, I remember growing up in Samoa in our two channel TV, yeah. I would memorize everything that I could, whether it was music, whether it was, you know, a movie that I was watching or a show and I would mimic all of the characters and try to act out all of the characters in one person. Hence my multiple personalities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in Samoa, we didn't have a lot of opportunities when it came to the performing arts. Oh yeah. Music, of course, and choir, but it was very structured in a certain way that wasn't that wasn't really um it wasn't about like being a solo artist or it was always like in a choir form in church yeah. and, and in that kind of format versus being a mega superstar yeah. that I wanted to be. Well, at least that's what my thoughts were when I was that little. And then when I came to the States, those opportunities and, um, and those windows opened up for me. Yes. And I, one of the first classes I remember taking was a theater class and I just fell in love. I fell at home mm -hmm. and that's where, I mean, I, so I did the, I did the responsible thing, right. Of, of being in communications but really my focus was wanting to be in theater and wanting to be in acting so I used my communications to really strengthen my theater and all that fun mm -hmm. stuff but then um later on in life as I was because I was also a professional athlete for a long time I was gonna mention that too <laughs> man went to the Olympics <laughs> I did you know it's so crazy being the age that I am now and looking back and when I get down on myself on, oh, fuck, what have I done with my life? Where has it gone? <laughs> my youth, maybe it ain't my energy. And then I'm reminded, mm -hmm. right? It's like, oh, okay. When I think I haven't done much in my life, I was like, okay, I did that. Yeah. You I did, did that. Yeah, I did this. And, um, but it feels so talking about out-of-body experiences, it feels like it's a completely different lifetime. Oh, yeah. Being a completely you. different person um, doing those things, you know. So, but yeah, so I, I was an athlete and then I got to come to the States and really focus on acting. And I was on the fast track for that mm -hmm. until I got into a relationship that, and it wasn't with Mata, it was my, my relationship yeah. um, prior, right, before 
before Amata and we were completely unaligned with, it was the first time that I actually took a chance on love. Like really I'm going, okay. Because a lot of the time I was so focused on my ambitions and what I wanted to do that anytime, all the relationships I've ever been in prior to this, this real relationship, right. Or this fully committed one was I fell into them. It was more like I I fell into them in the sense of we'd hang out and then all of a sudden I'd be introduced one once upon a time as, oh, this is my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, okay, You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're doing. Okay. Okay. cool. Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. But it didn't have a lot of gravity for me because because my I was. I was in a relationship with myself, mm-hmm. right? Very much so. And I didn't have room for anybody else. And I also wasn't looking back on it brave enough to say, uh, you know, I'm not ready for a relationship. I can't give you what you want. Yeah. Or there wasn't really communication about it, you yeah. know? Um, and so a lot of the time I got broken up with because I was, I didn't show up. Yeah. I wasn't there. I wasn't fully committed, mm-hmm. you know? And there's only so much that you can fake it. And, 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 so when I'd be broken up with, like, oh my gosh, you know, I I really am into this, but I feel like you're not into it. And I said, you deserve better. I totally understand. <laughs> That's really like it became almost not a the, script. You deserve better, honestly. Like, <laughs> like it's obviously, just, it's me. It's yeah, totally yeah. not you. Like your feelings I, are valid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I was, you know, and but then I I finally was like okay, I'm in a place in my life where that's one thing, especially in acting, you you try to imitate life. Mm-hmm. And in imitating life, you want to be as close to the truth as possible, right? right. It makes it that easy to, it's, it's like when they say when you're playing a part or when you're lying about something, make sure that you're lying with telling the truth so yes. that though you, you're not having to lie about so many things. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, what can I, maybe I'll change my name, but the whole history is still the same. Exactly. Yeah. So that you can keep all that shit together. Well, that was the same in this relationship. Now I'm going, okay, I can't really imitate love and being in love. If I've never felt it, Mm -hmm. if I've never given love that kind of chance. Mm -hmm. And when I got into that relationship, I was all in, I'm that type of person where when I'm going to commit to something, I'm fully head first feet, hands, all of it. My whole body is like in this Mm -hmm. mind, soul, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so definitely. You can really <laughs> that's me. <laughs> and when I did that, it would became such a vulnerable state. It almost felt like in in acting terms, um, um, what was it called? Like when you're a method. Oh yeah, actor, method acting. Right? So yeah. I was this person now. It's like this is what I everything that he needed. I was going to be fuck what I wanted or fuck what my thoughts were on certain things. Right. And, and I've been there. Yeah. So when we got together, he wasn't okay. Beautiful person, just a beautiful man. And I'm so glad that my first time really being in love was with him. Um, but shout out to you, (laughs) you know who you are. (laughs) I'll find you. (laughs) But I will never forget the situation where it started to kind of show the cracks was, I was still in acting and I was still doing, and I got one of these, the most prestigious roles out of hundreds of people. And I was chosen. And in that role, I had to kiss my, um, my counterpart, my co-actor. And 
I was all excited about telling him about the script and stuff. And um, my boyfriend at the time, he was like, wait, what? You're going to have to kiss this person? And I said, that's not what acting is. And I was like, wait. And to me, I thought it was understood, right? You met me as an actor. Mm -hmm. This is what comes with the territory. I mean, yes, I have certain boundaries about nudity and actual sex scenes, but kissing is the most minimal thing for interaction if you're going to have a love interest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I have the face of a leading lady. Yeah, Let's yeah. just be real. <laughs> Supporting Listen. actors, I'm all about it, but. <laughs> it ain't my fault that they want me to kiss somebody, yeah. okay? Look at me. I'm great, okay? I deserve to want to kiss somebody, yeah. okay? Oh, man. And it it broke my heart because he knew what he wanted. Yeah. And he thought, I understood, even though it wasn't communicated, and I thought vice versa, and he was going to end our relationship right there and then, and I had to choose. And I chose him. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, girl. This is the Lulu that you don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> this is I, the growing pains. I think that's why I was so shocked. I was like, excuse I me? <laughs> we, we thought a di- different answer was going to come out. We were together for four years. It was definitely two years too long. So, And that's kind of where it's, it started to you know, fizzle out. Yeah. And, and because then there's that whole resentment that comes into play, right? But... Long answer to your very short question. <laughs> Have I always wanted to be in entertainment some way, some form? Yes. What I'm doing now is something that I have never thought yeah. that mm-hmm. I was going to do. Radio was never a thought in my mind. Really? Yes. Not even an inkling. <laughs> I always thought I would be either on stage in theater or in front, front of, of the camera. camera. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now you do both. And, then, yeah. <laughs> and it was a very roundabout way of going, yeah. but... Here I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you guys haven't been to an Island Block um, concert at all, we, well, first of all, we do like a bunch. It's the concert <laughs> series at the House of Blues. Mm-hmm. But majority of the time, Ms. Lulu over here is hosting and emceeing the entire show. So it is always a great time if you are in that crowd. It really is. Regardless of wherever you are in life, if you are sad, if you are mad, if you are happy or all over the place. You can come to the House of Blues and watch Lulu on stage hosting a show because you'll feel so much better. At least to me. I hope so. I hope so. I will make a fool of myself for you. Always. (laughs) That's my motto. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that because I do too. (laughs) And then afterwards, we can all head up to the foundation room and watch each other be fools. (laughs) The real authentic us. (laughs) You want to see some fools? That's the real authentic fools right there. But I love that. What I love too about you is that like, even though like we, we kind of like travel down these other ways of like answering questions and you just kind of branch out into a new story. I love that it always like comes back to like, I don't know, it connects to, it connects all the Mm -hmm. questions together. So like the first one, which the first question, obviously, you know, what's the foundation of the cornerstone? And then you bring in, you know, you, you talk about your relationship with your first love out here. But full circle, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely full circle. But for real, shout out to whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> I heart you still. I don't heart that guy that you were back then, though. But yeah. <laughs> but and, and you did touch on how you didn't, you know, ever think that you were going to be in radio or that you didn't think that you were going to be doing like, especially some stuff that you're not doing it like you're doing right now. Yes. So you used to have a show called Lip Service. Yes, that is. Servicing Every- everybody. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody remember that show. But um, I, I remember talking to Joe one time and he basically told me that he knew that you were going to be the person who 
was going to be like be, be able to take on the role of the lip service lady you know like <laughs> just talking about it because you're so comfortable talking about it and you're very open and everything so I wanted to know like how did you get to that point of being so open about such taboo topics especially in our community because I mean granted it's changing now and I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people in our community younger generation mostly <laughs> are getting more open are getting more mm-hmm. open and talking about it so for you how was it, it during that process I love how you were trying to be so sweet by pretty much saying that I'm old as fuck right now. <laughs> Back in my day. No, you're not, you're not <laughs> old as fuck. You're just older than me. <laughs> this is true. This you're is like true. an older sister. <laughs> but like my oldest sister. <laughs> it's like, don't lie. I'm like anti status now. Okay, damn it. No, because no? you still act like a sister. Yeah, that's yeah, why. You're still a good time. Yeah. Well, that's a um, shout out to all my aunties that acted like sisters my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, still are those. <laughs> Um, well, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a family that was very open-minded. I'm from Samoa, Mm -hmm. so I didn't move here to Long Beach, um, until 19, uh, I was like, wow, there's 19, no, no, (laughs) not 19, sorry, 2000, and I moved to Long Beach officially in like 2009, um, I came like in 2007 and did some stuff, but I was doing my athlete stuff, you know, my sport at the time. And so then when I finally settled down, it was 2009. Growing up in Samoa, I mean, when you're growing up in Samoa, you talk about being muzzled a lot of the time. Children, for the most part, and especially being female, uh, you are seen and not heard, Mm -hmm. right? Um, and, And that's just our way of life. I didn't know that there was another way until I moved to the States and, and there was, but I did know in a certain aspect because of my dad, my dad was an avid reader. I swear the man was a genius and he, he was this big fish in a little pond Mm. in Samoa, Mm -hmm. um, to where he very much encouraged his children to question everything, to look outside the box, to be more open and receptive to all these different ideas because coming from Samoa, Samoa is literally this little rock Mm -hmm. in the middle of the ocean. I mean, we are a speck. You Mm -hmm. will go through the globe a gazillion times before you realize that that little speck is actually a place. We're in parentheses, (laughs) y'all. Yes, exactly. You gotta do like the, they do like the magnifying. Oh, by the way, there's this group of islands over here. Where these big giants live? No, yeah, no, yeah. Like for for such small islands, we have yeah. very big people. <laughs> for a tiny place, yes, we produce bigness. Exactly. Um. So I I already had that foundation. Mm-hmm. Me and my brothers, and I'm the only girl. I'm also the oldest in my family, and he just wanted us to first of all be readers, and that was our way of escaping, escaping our little island, right? Not the culture because I'm so in love with being someone. Mm-hmm. I am, I am, I'm grateful every day waking up knowing that I am in this exclusive club. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we get to be, we get to be like this needle in a haystack among the billions of people in this population. And we are not even talking about the million club you know and 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 so it's it's really cool we're a rarity we're a niche and it's it was fun to just kind of come to the states and use all of the stuff that I read about Mm -hmm. and 
and with my dad and and then now having the platform to be a little bit more open because my mom though is completely opposite like she's right. more traditional Samoan um talk about opposites attract like uh-huh. my mom was a quiet strength and she actually is the one that I get my personality from like she's vibrant she's full of life she's she's glass half full all the time whereas my dad is more realistic and down to earth and my mom is she's about today we'll take care of today or today is what we have tomorrow we'll take care of tomorrow my dad is like okay well we still have to think about tomorrow right (laughs) yeah yeah. plan for it and prep for it right um and so having those two worlds come together, it was, it was because my mom, um, that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to have lip service as a show because growing up, not having sisters for one, I had Mm -hmm. cousins, older cousins, older girl cousins that I would confide in all the time. But when I had my period for the first time, um, I was not prepared. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause we don't talk, we don't have the talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you just think you're dying all of a yes! sudden. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was feeling. You couldn't have said it better. I was like, Oh my gosh, mom, I woke up and I was about to go to school. And, um, I was, I was, it was late in my eighth grade year. I was going into high school. So I was a late bloomer apparently. And, um, I was bleeding from the no, no spot. And I remember taking a shower and thinking, this is it. This is how I'm going to die. How embarrassing. I'm bleeding out from my vagina. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's how I'm going. Really, God, this is what you yeah. got said for me. And my mom, I wake up my mom. I'm like, mom, I'm dying. <laughs> bleeding from my freaking vagina. And she was like, she just starts tearing up mm. and hugs me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I really am dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is it. Like, I was like, this that's like the, that's like the best, and, way to yeah, go. best and worst thing your mom could have done right there. <laughs> oh, it's true, man. It's really true. Like, can you plug it up with something? Which I find out later you can, yeah. right? But she goes, no, it's your period. And I'm like, what the? Mom, how could you not tell me about this shit? You know? And so she goes, we get a pad. And luckily... It was the ultra thins with wings, you know, back then. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, mom, thank you. It wasn't some piece of cloth that you were wrapping around. Right, right, right. Like, yep, uh-huh. How she grew up. Yeah. That she was explaining to me. I'm like, oh, damn, y'all had it real hard. Yeah. Yeah, no complaints here. That's one of the stories that really fueled me for lip service. Yeah. That experience for me, not knowing about sex, really, like, my what I learned about sex honestly was through pornography Mm -hmm. when I had the freedom to actually search and look for stuff. And, uh, during dial up days of internet, we're like, get off the phone. (laughs) Right. But not even dial up though, because like we had the actual, Videotapes. Oh yeah. Oh you know, like yeah. Videotapes is like they were hidden somewhere in the house. I'm like, or my cousin had a videotape That's that we so were all crazy. just like, what? And the Playboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and that was my education on on sex, mm-hmm. right? And intercourse and where babies came. Like it wasn't a bird that dropped it off. No. Nope. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you didn't just get it out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some tarot. Like you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> like it actually came out of. In that education, it was like I had to find out on my own a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So reading the books and trying to figure out that I had a second, you know, multiple holes down there. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wait, so you don't shit out a child. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, 
was like, and that's not where the penis goes. Well, not always, but yeah, you know, no, what I'm yeah. saying? like. <laughs> If you're ready for it, then yeah. Like, exactly. But you most likely aren't your first time, that's for sure. No, please don't. That, please don't do that. No, not the first time around. But yeah, so I just wanted there to be a safe place yes. for people that looked like me to be able to ask whatever their heart desired. And if I didn't know the answer, I could at least connect them or connect them to a resource that right. had those answers for them. It was a long way around and I just wanted shortcuts for everybody else. Yes. Like, please know that you're not by yourself mm-hmm. when you have yeah. these burning questions or you have these feeling ashamed. And cause that's another thing. I mean, religion is so uh, organized. Religion in Samoa is, is the forefront, right? Mm-hmm. And God, we trust pretty much is our motto. Yeah. You know, um, Samoa is for God and God is for Samoa. Mm-hmm. So everything, even thinking about sex or thinking about intimacy or thinking about how babies are feels like a sin. No, oh, yeah. Like that, that's pretty much what you're being taught when you're, yeah. you're growing up. At least that was my experience. Oh, and, no, yeah. Um, but luckily, like I said, my dad was very open-minded and my mom was just, she was great to kind of roll with the punches. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, I guess. <laughs> like, my dad goes, we need to prepare these kids for this. And my mom's like, oh my gosh, ew. Don't yeah, talk yeah. about it. We don't talk about it. You know? Because it's not what. You don't, you're not allowed to date. No, a lot yeah. of times, like, you don't date. All of a sudden, you get married. You're like, how? You're like, how who even are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how are you? Wait, what? You know? It's like, so you're hiding all the time when you're dating. And then when you're of age or when your family's ready for you to have to have their grandbabies and you're like, why aren't you married yet? You're yeah. like, well, shit, I didn't even know I was allowed to date yeah. you. Yeah. You, know, like, you told thanks me. Thanks for the heads up. No, yeah. <laughs> So, I know exactly. <laughs> so yeah, hence lip service was born. Yep, <laughs> where we were servicing everybody in every form. I love how every question I ask, you have an anecdote attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me very happy. Well, that comes, I think, from also culturally, we're storytellers by yes. nature, mm-hmm. and yes, definitely want to get it related to no, some, yeah. or some personal experience on how it came about. Oh no, yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, Ooh, yeah, uh huh, same. <laughs> that's exactly what I think. <laughs> but, oh, dude, but grandparents, you know, that's that's the thing right there, though. Let's be real. Like my parents and my grandparents, you think about it, they have so many kids. kids. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh-huh. So obviously, they're very prolific in the art right. of sex, and they know how to do the damn oh, thing. Yeah. And I often wondered how they found out about it. You know what I mean? It's like. A lot of the time it was through personal experience. Mm-hmm. It was them having to find out the hard way. But, yeah. but then when there was the videotapes and there was like all this other kind of under the mat, under the fala, you know, Not- hiding stuff. And then, yeah, it, it was their way of educating. It's like, man, I, I feel for them. I really feel that that's why there's so much teen pregnancy yeah yeah on the island nobody talks about it yes nobody talks about and so now you have these kids who are very impressionable that know nothing about how babies are formed and then they're gonna go try it out now i'm pregnant and now this baby that's gonna be born is going to be my sister rather than my child you know what i mean like because that's a lot of the time is then they're adopted within the same family and you're growing up i mean and then it becomes a cycle of 
of misinformation. And this is also why we can't date each other either in the poly community <laughs> because y'all want to just adopt and then adopt other things. And then this, uh, but that's actually your sister. But, right. it's, like, but then you're calling her your daughter. So I don't actually know what you are. You know what I mean? Like that's that's why we did we did that a little bit too much. Yeah. Yes. So now that's why we all connected now. <laughs> when they could have just educated oh, yeah. the, the shortest, younger generation. <laughs> yes. The shortest way to avoid all this so we can all just uh, date each other <laughs> was just to educate your children. That's it. <laughs> but no, y'all don't want to do that. No. <laughs> so now no. we have other resources to do that for you. If you don't want to talk to your kids about it, then go play some play my high club episode. Play some yeah. is lip service anywhere? No. Well, I mean, I it's still it's still out there, but it's not um yeah, like it's no longer in service. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I was like, it should be on YouTube or on Island Block somewhere. I was like, I've been wanting to find an episode, like just yeah, that because I can we didn't watch. do we didn't do it. Um, we didn't we didn't film it. Oh, it was okay, okay. Strictly radio. See, I need to go. Yeah, find it was this thing. it was talk radio. I need to go at, find in this its thing. Purest form. Mm-hmm. Joe, I know you still have the audio files because yeah. <laughs> you keep everything. goddammit. it. <laughs> But to wrap out this uh, segment, I wanted to finish up with one last question. It's it again. It comes back to love, you know, Always. but like a different kind it's of love. It's what makes the world go round. It's what I makes the world it. go round. Yes. Uh, I wanted to know, in your opinion, what does self love look like to you? Ooh, self love. Okay. Well, a lot of different things. One of my <laughs> here goes another story. <laughs> but, <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> but. Uh, in one of my communication classes, my uh, public speaking classes, they had to do an informative, had us do an informative speech, right? And the top, or it was more it was informative, but also kind of shock and awe. Um, I'm trying to remember the actual term. It, I decided to to speak on masturbation. Oh. Yeah. So when we're talking about the physical part of self-love. Yeah. Um, That's some real self-love <laughs> right there. <laughs> So for me, growing up in Samoa, again, right, you're not informed about anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing's accepted about touching yourself or, or yeah. doing that fun stuff. So, but I grew up where our shower was outside in the hose. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, like we use the hose for the stuff. Well, once once upon a time, like I was like, I want to say I was probably maybe seven or mm-hmm. eight at most, and um, I was in this little tub and with the hose doing just showering like I usually would and the hose fell down in that area right in 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 my private area and I was like son because it brushed against <laughs> something that felt quite exciting and foreign <laughs> and <laughs> you're like well wait a minute here you're like do that again yeah. <laughs> and obviously at that age I mean I'm only speaking Samoan majority of the time I'm at school, I'm speaking English, but we don't have terms for these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize until later on in life, when I was more educated, that that, that. was masturbation. Mm-hmm. Like, I had started masturbating at an early age and not knowing. Like, I just knew what felt good, yeah. right? And I was like, okay, and that's what happened. And very un... Like, it was very shameless. Yeah, because. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I mean, there was no Nothing title happened. of it being yeah. wrong. Yeah. Or it just, anything. It just so I remember happened. like all of uh, me and my cousins, cause a lot of us like would shower together or, and <laughs> that's what we were just like, here's the hose, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like different see, levels. That was though. a sad experience. <laughs> showering with your cousins is a sad experience because you're all just like, I don't like you know, right? <laughs> And then you're showering by yourself and you're just like, I don't like yeah. <laughs> This is nice. Yeah. Me time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my thoughts on, you know, physical self-love, I've always been an advocate for it yeah. because that's, you don't really know how to reciprocate love until you know how to self-love yourself Mm -hmm. right and discover certain parts of you that what you like and what feels good for you so that you can communicate that to your partner later on right and and not have to be and not have to be ashamed of it or or it just saves a lot of time oh yeah (laughs) and a lot of guessing and a lot of pain it saves a lot of hurt okay because if you don't know physically what feels good to you how is this other person supposed to know exactly and then they're going they have an idea of what maybe they know what feels good to them and if they do the same thing to you it's not it's not always going to come off the same way yeah so there's that but then also self-love to me and more of the emotional state and spiritual way um is education honestly, and not education in the traditional sense of going to school and I mean, educating in the sense of learning. Mm -hmm. Like I self-love for me is always being, is always being open to learn, Mm. like learn something new, whether it's through books, whether it's through relationships. And, and one of my biggest thing, um, that's always stayed with me through all my changes is people. I've, I equate love and self-love and self-education with people Mm -hmm. I love 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 people and that's why I'm in the business I'm in yeah yeah that's part of my self-love package is to make sure that I surround myself with all different walks of life and I love you I love you guys too Uh, you see why I didn't want to go down like this weird ass little path that I usually go down with like you know other guests not say that y'all ain't special or nothing but like I like I everything you've said like I'm telling you I'm gonna t- I take with me like and I move forward with and I'm p- probably gonna apply all this shit to my life honestly <laughs> because my life is a mess and I need to get it oh. <laughs> together oh please don't get it wrong yeah. I'm still a hot mess very yeah. much so <laughs> you caught me on a good night <laughs> <laughs> you caught me on the night I was speaking wisdom yeah. basically. all the wisdom was coming out today <laughs> well thank you for speaking wisdom today and not speaking mess today like <laughs> but on that note so we're going to wrap out flame out so we're going to go into our musical break this is nothing by fiji and etu off of fiji's new album Woo! Yeah, yeah. and then after that we're going to come back with zero in with dora i jump off a plane talking on my chest for you they like that shit right and we are back again. That was nothing by Fiji and Edu off of Fiji's new album. I forgot what it's called, Indigo. but yeah, Indigo. Yes, yes that's what. Tell me why I was gonna say Incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, kids, for laughing. <laughs> Made me feel so much better about the joke. You should always have a live audience. No, I know. <laughs> well, just or a laugh supportive live audience. Just your kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. As I say in every episode, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Well, actually, I don't say it in every episode. I forget sometimes. But don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Official Ma High Club. Don't forget to follow each of us. And don't forget to follow our very special guest. Go ahead and drop your handles one more time. Please, at M-Y-Z-L-U-L-U, at Miss Lulu, at Island Block Radio. Yeah, stalk us. Yeah. We need stalkers in our lives. But the kind that, like... Support. Support. (laughs) 
Like well, if I put some men, <laughs> like, just stalk me however you want to stalk me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> She's speaking for herself. Okay? <laughs> Don't stalk me. I fight. Okay. I fight. <laughs> but we're going to be going into zero in with the voice of reason, Ms. Dora. Yeah. So zero in, I kind of wanted to touch on different topics today, but basically it's just like zeroing in on you as a person since you're our first guest this season but my first question is many of us know you from island block as one of the best hosts on stage um but you also wear many hats so kind of how do you balance that all oh my gosh i don't honestly (laughs) (laughs) to be completely honest you are no yeah today you're doing a real good job Talk about balancing i had to bring my kids to this interview because i couldn't find anybody to watch them um we're both me and my husband are in the entertainment field and that makes it really hard. (laughs) So we don't have your classic nine to five hours. Uh Um, And so after school, I mean, I was very, very grateful once the kids were able to go to school for a certain amount of time so that I could feel even like a human being (laughs) for a second. But right now, especially being after being a mom, it's just you wear that's like the main hat you wear a lot of the time. Like I never wanted to be a stay at home mom. I never wanted to, to feel like a single parent. Mm -hmm. Um, But when both of you are in the entertainment field, there's a lot of sacrifices that come with it. And so, you know, one of the other hats I wear is like when my partner isn't there, when my husband's not around, I get, I'm dad, I'm mom, I'm friend, I'm, no never teacher because i'm the worst i'm the worst teacher ever (laughs) you weren't teacher during the pandemic exactly oh no no i was i was teaching him all bad things (laughs) by example this is how you don't do your homework (laughs) it was terrible it's like this is you you eat ice cream for breakfast and it was it was a hot mess it was totally we were in a world of difference but yeah balancing has been really hard i think one of the biggest things that I've learned through trying to balance out and wear different hats is learning how to be kind to myself. Mm. Um, because your, your mortality comes into play. Like I've never felt more mortal, um, than I have ever since I've become a mom and a wife and trying to have a career Mm -hmm. on top of it because you know, your limitations and that's the hardest thing to admit yeah especially to somebody like me who has always thought of the world as limitless oh yes Mm -hmm. and the world might be limitless but i'm not yeah (laughs) and really learning what um i can do anything but i can't do everything Mm. and that Mm. that's been a it's one of the hard lessons to learn too (laughs) i told y'all she's she's speaking life into me i told y'all this (laughs) so just being kind to myself mm-hmm. and and to some days are I feel balanced, but a lot of the days I'm completely imbalanced and being okay. Yeah. With being unbalanced and imbalanced. Yeah. And that really resonates with me because I feel like I'm like the person where I'm like, oh, I can do anything, like everything. Like I'm like, yeah, I have work. And then my like family's calling me, can you do this, this, and this? And I'm like, yeah, I can do it, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, within these recent years, I'm like, oh, actually, I can't do that. Like, you know. I have to prioritize self love, yes. and, you know, self care, like yeah, for sure. So, sorry, next weekend, you right. know, or like, <laughs> yeah, learning how to say no mm-hmm. and that it's not a bad thing, yeah, right, and that you have to trust that the people that are asking you for help is understanding, mm-hmm. like they understand that 
okay, it's not out of malice that you're saying no. It's it's knowing knowing what you can and can't do. Yeah, and I and I feel like many women do feel like, oh, I can't say no. I, right. I have to show up for all these things, especially like for family, specifically in our culture. But like oh, us sure. talking mm-hmm. about it and like people, other moms that share share about it or like um, Pacifica women like on social media, like really does help other people. Oh, like, I, I, I totally. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And this makes sense that you're the voice of reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Because that, oh, that little yeah. interaction that I was like, when you were going, when you were going through everything and then you were like, I'm going like, that's, that was, I was, that was, that was, Tora. Yeah. That was Tora. It's like, I can relate. Yeah. I get it. Like, I y'all, understand that. If y'all knew Dora, like in 2021, <laughs> that was Dora. Oh yeah. There was definitely some times where I completely outstretched myself. Mm-hmm. And what happens is everybody suffers, yeah. right? Not just you, um, but the people that you said you were going to commit certain projects or things to, yeah. they they suffer as well yeah. because they're depending on you. Mm-hmm. And then you don't come through because you physically or emotionally or spiritually really can't come through. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's learning more about yourself as you grow. Yeah. yeah. And knowing your limits and being kind to yourself. Yes, yeah. being kind to ourselves. I know. Self-love. I love you, I love I you know. first before I can love you. <laughs> yep. 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 Yes. Still working on that. Yep. yep. <laughs> but like speaking of women specifically, since we're all women here on this couch. Mm-hmm. And Period. Breaking the barriers. Um, Period. I want like many women deal with a lot of obstacles especially in the entertainment business so like kind of how have you dealt with that personally or on your career and like kind of pushed back through like some stuff you I've definitely slept my way to the top no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest about it y'all I'm just <laughs> I wish no 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 I uh, yeah. it was a joke it was a joke okay okay it was don't a joke. be calling Joe up after this be like mm. So I heard. So I heard some things about Miss Lulu. It was From a her joke. Own mouth. From her own mouth that she admitted on the Mile High Club. I was like, it was actually Tiffany Brazil. Love you, girl. No, I'm just I don't know you. I didn't say nothing about you, girl. Oh uh, no. Um, yeah, it's it's when we were starting off, especially as Pacific Islanders. In we started off with the barbecue show, right? And so it was not there. We we had to learn on our own. There wasn't really anybody that looked like us that was doing what we were doing, you Mm -hmm. know, doing radio or doing podcasting or, and I just big, biggest shout out to Joe Favai, Joe Sav, Joe Savage Favai, because he just really had this vision for us to believe and, and, and carry on, you know, Mm -hmm. and he gave us the opportunity. So with hundred percent, so it was the barbecue show and I was one of the first Barbecuties mm-hmm. <laughs> on the show. Is that what they called <laughs> yeah. y'all? We were barbecuties. <laughs> y'all really, y'all really with took time sauce, with that one. Extra sauce on that. <laughs> y'all really took the time with that one, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was very difficult. I, I don't think I really understood how challenging it was when we first started because, mind you, you have to know the Lulu, the Miss Lulu that was, um that was around men who was very limitless, oh, yeah. who did, thought that she could do everything and right. anything. And for the most part, life was always on the up and up, right? I didn't, I hadn't really struggled yet to a point where like when I pursued acting, I 
90% of the time got the part Mm -hmm. that I auditioned for. Or when I went into a competition or a contest of some sort, I was always either on the top three. And then when I came into radio and understanding, um, but specifically it wasn't just, it was, it was on a smaller scale, but so huge in the Pacific Islander community because we were the first of its mm-hmm. kind. Yes. If I should be so bold to say that, but we were the first. We uh, bold, we say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were the first of its kind. So we were really just flying off the seat of our pants. We, we were trying new things. We were Xing out certain things. We were just trying to um, feel relevant mm-hmm. right or, or needed a direction of some sort yes but we had fearless leaders who gave us opportunity and so we never quite felt the sting of being a female in the industry mm-hmm. and we had just really respectful males who were nothing but positive and uplifting for us to be able to 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 do what we do yeah. and then grow in it as well yeah. mm-hmm. like there was never a glass ceiling for us yeah. And so I can't really, like, I don't understand when, I mean, I can't really relate in that sense when it comes to radio. Now, of course, in the acting business, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, when I was getting into radio, I was transitioning over to film and I could definitely see how much more difficult that would be because now we're mixed into all the different cultures. We're now having to rely on our contacts Mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily your talent or your skill. It was a bonus if you had that, but But it was really who you know know and what you're willing to do Mm -hmm. for it. So I, I think God was really looking out for me to pivot me in the direction of radio when I never thought that that's something that, we do yeah yeah i was like no i this is not a face for radio yeah. once again <laughs> everybody okay, needs like, to see this face <laughs> yeah. so thank goodness that we're now filming radio yeah <laughs> like if you said i had a face for radio i would punch you in your throat <laughs> like straight up exactly. i'm cute like, shut up <laughs> thank you thank you so yeah but i hope that answers your question no yeah because yeah. i guess like not everybody experiences it but like you were surrounded by uplifting males, you mm-hmm. know, because I mean, you just were like one of the few that got to experience that because not everybody does. But I if think. I was to be completely honest as well, mm-hmm. I'm pretty as well. You know, I mean, like having to know that about yourself yeah. is that, OK, I'm also good looking. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it would feel like to maybe not be as attractive and try to pursue this. Career. Oh, I get you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when I first started off, I was like ugh, 50 pounds lighter. So. <laughs> And youth was my best friend. <laughs> I might feel young, but I was looking it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's there's that other struggle that I've heard a lot of other females that are in the industry have had to struggle with because they kind of pick and choose. Um, oh, but do you look good? Or even if you're doing radio or in this industry, it's about looking good. It's about you know oh. And if you know a little something, cool. Mm-hmm. But as long as we can look at you, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and so that, for me, I think one of my biggest strengths was because my foundation was in reading and in educating myself in my craft mm-hmm. that the pretty face then became became the bonus versus the other way around. Yeah, I Is love that, that now my skill and my talent was the forefront versus that, I look good on camera yes. or I look or, or I sound good or I, you know, yes, like I, I backed it up 
mm-hmm. before they even saw me. And then when they saw me, they're like, oh, well, damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this like, you're not just too a pretty face. Yes. <laughs> I can uh, educate everybody and entertain. It's just a bonus. I'm yeah. pretty as fuck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blessing you with my presence right now. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Being able to carry a conversation is, is definitely a tool that I've tried my best to hone. Yeah. Yeah. And you've definitely, I feel like perfected it. Cause like many people think like, Oh, I'll just start a podcast or like, let, let me come on. Let me, you know, like my family, like my own cousins and stuff, like, let me come on. And I'm like, Oh, so what are you going to talk about? And they're like, um, and I'm like, yeah, it's not, what just, I we're just not just sitting here like so we make to, it look easy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for thinking that you can do this, but I'm going to tell you right now you can't. Yeah. <laughs> There's work and effort right. in this, guys. It took us a while to get yeah. here, too. That's for sure. Oh, my Lord. I can't. If they could just see us, I, I would give anything for like a reunion or of some sort to where our whole our whole island block life. Oh God. Sorry, from the barbecue from the beginning. So that was like, Oh my gosh. You <laughs> I'd all probably be cringing. No. The whole yeah. Time. I know up until like last year, you probably be like, no, nah, I don't want to see all that. Yeah. Shit. Like, oh my gosh. Did I say what? Oh my Lord. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh yeah. That's why I'm really glad that like, honestly at a certain point during the mile high club, I'm going to delete all of season one. <laughs> and just pretend like it never existed. <laughs> I get that when it was just Joe Savage and Q with the, they could not, for the life of them, go back and listen to it. I think they listened to their, and they go, what in the hell were we <sighs> Especially Joe. Joe cracks, he was cracking us up because he goes, he's like, I, I felt really illiterate <laughs> that I couldn't really speak. I was like, what am I, a mute? Like, he's just, poor Q would try to throw him questions yeah. or something. He goes, uh-huh. <laughs> yep, yep. And he, and he was very hood, right? He was yeah, like, yeah. yep. 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 <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> so he, was, he was like, I hope those files have been lost forever. <laughs> I know you got them somewhere. Yeah, we're going to find them and bring yeah, them out. Somewhere. We're going to expose you. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. The next time you criticize my interview skills, I'm going to expose you. I'm going to bring up this barbecue show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm I was like, kidding. really? Because I do recall. Yeah. <laughs> I recall this moment. <laughs> this wasn't even a complete sentence, yeah. let alone a thought. What are you talking about? <laughs> but that's also why Joe's like more qualified to call call you because he went through that. He mm-hmm. went through that himself. Himself. So, he was the original. Yeah. He really was. He and Q were the, they were the guinea pigs mm-hmm. for this whole thing. I commend them for even wanting to take on such a huge right. Yeah. Because, oh, Lord, that sure helps all of us. Oh, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they've like perfect, you know, perfected their craft and worked on it, mm-hmm. worked on it so much. And stuff They're like, incredible. Yeah. They, you have that. It's, it's, they definitely hone, um, that whole thought of when, uh, hard work wins out when talent, like beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. And that's what they are. No, like, yeah. They work their ass off to even start this and really believe and, and strive forward when there was so many naysayers and when there were so many, so many dead ends, yeah. um, to just keep striving forward to give us this space, this soapbox to be able to, to share our stories and to share our talents and our skills. Yeah. Just to wrap up this segment, (laughs) zero in, um, you gave us a lot of advice and wisdom. So I wanted to ask what is the best advice that you have ever received? 
the best advice I've ever received is probably to keep your word. Promises are a very big thing to me. And who gave me that advice? My dad. My dad. Definitely. He was a man of his word. And that was very, he would always tell me to, if you're going to say you're going to do something, then you better do it. Mm-hmm. Or you better be on your deathbed and you're physically unable to fulfill that commitment. So that's a, a really big thing for me. I want to say that when people are to think about me, um, when it's all said and done, I want them to say that, you know, I could always depend on her to do what she said. Um, and I, I always, I, when I think about Lulu, I think about the fact that she showed up. Yeah. And she did what she said she was going to do. And she kept her promises. And that was the biggest thing for me, I think, also with my marriage. Because I didn't mention it before, um, but I've never thought about marriage. I never thought I'd get married. The th- I'm not a claustrophobic person, but the thought of being in a marriage made me feel very limited, made me feel claustrophobic, yeah. for lack of a better term, because I came from a broken home. And I saw the pain and the hurt that that caused to come from one of the most fairy tale families or the idea of marriage to the complete like Jerry Springer version of it. Mm-hmm. And that brokenness made me run away completely from the thought of marriage. Um, until I met Mata who, yes, <laughs> the one, no. <laughs> <laughs> he drugged me to be completely honest. And then I woke up married. No, <laughs> I have two kids. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, he, his, his just, he was so gung-ho about marriage and his idea of marriage is not just, it's what it's founded on, mm-hmm. right? What marriage is supposed to be. And I, I loved that and I wanted to be a part of it. And, but the thing that made me hesitant was the promise part of it. Was I strong enough in myself or did I think that I could keep such a huge promise of forever? Mm -hmm. Forever is a big, especially when my ideals are, I'm not, I didn't believe in soulmates. I didn't think there was just one person for for someone. You know, I, I always thought that we were, we'd live different lifetimes in our, in our present lifetime to where it's like, okay, you need different people. Yeah. In that in that walk and in, in that Ooh. journey. That's like that's that's my not one person in my mind could fulfill all of your needs and wants. Mm. Right? Um and so that promise to me was very very tough. Yeah. And not because I just wanted to go whore around, you know, but yeah. but because then there's this whole other person that I had to think about. I'm not just responsible for myself anymore. There's this other person's feelings and their needs and their wants that I'm putting this commitment in. And do I believe in forever? Yeah. yeah. Do I believe in forever? That main part, yep. Yes. And still to this day, it's it's a moment at a time. You know, it's it's coming back and remembering that I made a promise. And so keeping my word and making a promise for me 
is more or is better than writing a contract or signing a contract. Right. Yeah. So if anything on the Mile High Club episode today is that I want to be remembered as somebody that kept her promises, that did what she said she was going to do. Showed the fuck up and showed the fuck out. Yes. Because <laughs> that's what she did this episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, this is so good, Lulu. <laughs> this was so much fun. I also have to admit, as much as I love interviewing people, I hate being interviewed. Well, and I don't use hate a lot, but yeah. it is very... Not so much, well, vulnerable, yes, which I'm not afraid to be vulnerable, but it's, I don't like the limelight or, or the focus to be on me because I'm such a big fan of people yeah, yeah. Yeah. and their stories and their lives. And then I tend to forget like, oh shit, I'm a person yeah. too. And apparently I have a story. Yeah, yeah. hello. People like, want to know about advice? me. Oh, yeah. I am so unqualified to give advice. Please trust you me. If there is even a remote chance that you have gotten anything out of this, it was pure accident. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her. It was on purpose, okay? She, I don't care what she says. Anything she knows what she's doing. Me, it was a pure accident. <laughs> I don't care what she says. Anything that she, anything you learned from this, she knew what she was doing, yeah. okay? Because believe you me. Maybe it's because I just don't want to be responsible for anybody's actions. <laughs> you got Listen, if but I, here's the advice I want to give you. <laughs> don't listen to anybody. <laughs> this is, listen, I'm going to take everything that you said. And I'm honestly, because I have to edit this shit. So I'm going <laughs> to listen back to this shit again. And I'm trust me, I'm going to take all these little quips too. But if I fuck up, I fuck up. And that's on me, all right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put that on you. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Okay, it wasn't me. It wasn't no, yeah, me. it wasn't you. Shaggy said it. Yes. I'm going to say it too. Yes. <laughs> no, and like the one thing we've always said from season one is take everything we say with a grain of salt. Yes. Yeah. Because we're not perfect. Mm -mm. We're not professionals. Yeah. (laughs) We're not professionals. So take it with a grain of salt. You want real advice? Go see a therapist, y'all. Like even them. Be selective. Be selective with your therapist. Yes. Go see Dora's aunt. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Shameless Plugs. Shout out to Out of My Head Podcast. (laughs) We're Rosie Guest Star. We're our guest star on episode one. (laughs) Her tenth podcast. <laughs> Listen, I I like it, y'all. <laughs> this is so fun, guys. Oh, thank you fun. so much. Thank no, you. thank you for coming. This and then awesome. just to wrap up today's episode, we will recap Flame Out and then recap um Zero In. Oh, so with Flame Out, there wasn't really a solid, you know, but but it's Valentine's Day and we talked about love. Every single question, amazingly enough, circled back right around to love. So that yep. was flame out. That right? was flame out. <laughs> and if you want to hear back any of Lulu's anecdotes, just click on back. Click on back. Because you're going to learn something. Maybe something and new. also, Rosie needs a Valentine. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Hit her up today while right. you're listening to this today right now. In the comments. <laughs> at 9 p.m., y'all. <laughs> she loves morning dates. 6 a.m. Call her up. <laughs> Listen, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. you're like wait wait what? Yeah, I, was like, I don't know who told you that but she'd be like I'm at work yeah, no, I'd be like um, I, listen I know Lulu's at 6am uh, no I'm at work right now boo 
But after Flame Out, we jumped into Zero In with the voice of reason, Dora. Zero In, we talked about the many hats that Lulu wears and how she tries to balance them. <laughs> and then um, talked about best advice. And I feel like circled back to love. Yep. So love is just the theme of today's episode. Happy Valentine's <laughs> yeah, Day, y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and with that being said, we have arrived at our destination. See you guys next episode. <laughs> You have now arrived at your destination. Thank you for choosing Flight 5280 with the Mile High Club. Club. Club.